Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very grateful to be here with you today. And look where I am. I'm outside. Man, being in nature, I am filled with gratitude, which is why I wanted to make today's broadcast, this week's broadcast, about gratitude, about adopting an attitude of gratitude, which I think is so very important in life because when you come from that perspective, you can't imagine all the great things that can happen. <laughs> um, I'm outside and one of the interesting things that's happening is I, I hear all kinds of noises. So you probably hear them too. And I'm just going to say, let's go with it. Let's experience the sounds of outside because it just felt like the right place for us to be. And my intention is for it to stay the right place, even if we get some different kind of outside noise. You know, in New York City, when I'm in my Harlem apartment, we often have the sounds of emergency vehicles, uh, police cars, ambulances, fire uh, engines. And I think now somebody's building something behind me. And I heard a plane overhead a moment ago. It's all good. It's all, and, and in addition to that, there are actually lots of birds. So let's just welcome everything that we hear and stay still in touch with each other through this moment because that's the attitude. The attitude of gratitude is that you can figure out how to be grateful for whatever is happening in your life, but it actually takes focus and intention because distractions can uh, be can feel overwhelming, can make us feel like our whatever our goals are could be toppled over. And I learned many years ago and over the years through my mother, who I talk about all the time, Doris Cole, she talks about the importance of being grateful for the little things. Because if you remember to practice gratitude for waking up in the morning, for being able to eat breakfast, for being able to get out of bed and begin your day, for the people in your life whom you love, for the people who think about you and get a smile on their face, for the people whom you have forgiven and who have forgiven you. Just if you think moment to moment about your life and the things that have occurred, you can take, take one day, just take one day and think about your life and what has occurred in the course of the day and what you can be grateful for. Now hear me, you think about your life, pick a day. You could pick yesterday because it just happened. What happened that you're grateful for just yesterday? Okay, think about in the morning. Like I said, I'm grateful every day that I wake up because hey, that's not promised. But what happened in your morning? Did anything beyond your waking up fill you with gratitude? Did you have something really good to eat, something special that you just knew uh, it reminded you of your childhood? It reminded you of some special moment that soothed your soul. Now there's certain meals, certain dishes that can do that for you. Did that happen for you in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening? Did you see anyone or talk to anyone 
who you hadn't seen or talked to in a long time. And it made you remember, oh, there are people in my life that make me smile, that make me feel happy. Did that happen? That happened for me. So my family and I moved out east where we are now for the rest of the summer, for the most part. First of all, I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. And <clears throat> my husband's going back and forth for the most part. My daughter and I will be here because most of my work is done via broadcast, just like this. And so I'm able, and, and, and by the way, we learned this last summer when COVID was such that we could not go into an office, go be with people. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Other than for frontline workers, that's what happened during COVID. And so during COVID, when we needed to be in quarantine, and for my family, me anyhow, where we live in Harlem, which we love, uh, some really troubling things began to happen. There were a lot of people who were in distress. Uh, our building has scaffolding around it. And at a certain point, many of the people in distress came to create safe haven uh, under that scaffolding. And it became a bit dangerous and uncomfortable. And we were blessed to be able to leave for a few weeks. And we came here and found safe haven. I was still able to work. My husband was still able to work. My daughter was able to take her summer class and, and be at peace and feel safe, certainly feel safer. To be able to be outside when it was just us and not wear a mask. So we were grateful for all those things. And we said, let's see if we can do it again this summer. I'm telling you this because this is an example of what happened for us. What about you? What are you grateful for? Going back to yesterday. So for us, we got to reconnect with people we saw last summer. This time, still safely distanced, but without a mask. What about you? What happened for you yesterday? See, we're picking a day so that you can be real specific. What are you grateful for that happened for you, with you, with regard to your life yesterday? Is there a person, one person, who interacted with you in a way that made a difference, that made you smile, that made you feel that that day was worth it? I want you to answer the question. Write it down. Is there a person, is there a moment that stirred your soul in a positive way yesterday? I want you to think about it. And as you think about it, remember that it doesn't have to be some extraordinary thing. It can be a telephone call that you had. It could be because so many of us are using this technology to see each other. Did you communicate with anybody that you saw, that you were able to see each other's faces. That's another thing that happened for us yesterday. My sister Stephanie and um, my great niece, Harper Grace, went to see my mother, who's living in a place where finally they allow us to come here and there. And they were able to FaceTime with me and my family. So we got to see my 91-year-old mother. I say 91-year-old because I still marvel that she's with us at 91 and bright. And while she has a lot of um, challenges in this season of her life, she's always smiling. 
She's always finding something to make a, to spark joy. It's her way of being. And I've told you this before, but uh, my friend, Dr. Janet Taylor, who's a psychiatrist, shared with me a piece of information that just, quite frankly, was disturbing. She said that it has been proven that 70% of the time, human beings have negative thoughts. I, I just, it's hard for me to accept because I've been trained by my parents to have positive thoughts. Not that I don't have negative thoughts, but I don't think for me personally that it's 70% of the time. I debate with Dr. Janet about that. And I'm sure that because of the law of averages, there's some people who are going to skew with numbers that are a little bit different. But she said 70% of our thoughts are negative, which means that we have to work very hard in order to capture and cultivate and nurture positive thoughts. Okay, think about that. If that is true, isn't it even more important to adopt an attitude of gratitude if it is our natural way to open our eyes and see something bad? Like I, I say, the first thing you can do is be grateful that you woke up, that you could get out of bed. What if you have the thought, oh, I woke up, but my body has aches and pains. I don't feel like getting up. I've had times when I don't feel like getting up. I'm sure we all have. But if you if you aren't adopting an attitude of gratitude, you might go, oh, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I can. Is it even worth it? You know, all the thoughts that can come and kind of draw you down and and fill you with negativity. Dr. Janet said that is our natural way as human beings to see the negative, to have negative thoughts. So I'm saying to us, uh, 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 let us not accept that. Let us accept and welcome and nurture positive thoughts so that we choose to do something first with our minds, then with our voice and with our whole being that is good for us. So I'm making a challenge for me uh, that I started yesterday because yesterday was my first day here. And I've made versions of this uh, challenge for myself and told you about it over time, which is about fitness. So I promised myself that every single day I'm going to walk. There's not going to be a day that I don't walk. And my schedule, just because I'm out here, which is amazing, doesn't mean that I get to go outside and hang out every day. I'm working super long hours because of the way that we engage using technology. I think it's more hours than normal. But I promised that I was going to walk every day, walk on the beach, walk on the streets, walk. So yesterday... I did two walks, one with my husband early in the morning, and when my daughter woke up, we did another walk. So I think it wasn't that long. I think we walked about two, I walked about two and a half miles. But even though I promised myself I was going to do that before, I didn't walk two and a half miles for the previous week. I walked two and a half miles yesterday. This morning, before turning on this broadcast, I walked two miles. And this time I walked it faster. Because this also, you know, is your heart rate up enough? Are you getting enough exercise as you're walking? So I have committed 
to walking every single day during the time that I'm here, which is for several weeks. What about you? What commitment can you make that will help you adopt an attitude of gratitude, that will help you get up and engage so that you are making a choice to uplift your life, your spirit, your being? What choice can you make? The, the choice of waking up and putting a smile on your face, like in inviting a smile, is something that is a first choice. And honestly, I know if some of you tell the truth, we don't do that all the time. But what we're saying is that we can, that it's an opportunity. That's choice number one. I'm putting a smile on my face. I am adopting an attitude of gratitude. I am going to do something good for myself and for people I love. Those are the things that I'm choosing to do. And the thing that I'm doing for myself is moving my body, is walking every single day. I talk a lot about my friend Sekou, who has the moniker doing. This weekend, he did two more 5K races, two. There was a time, I've known him since, well, so my daughter's almost 18, and he was working with me in my company before she was born and during her first few years of life. So I've known him at least 18 years. He's a writer just like me. He's, you know, curious about the world, but he wasn't Mr. Fitness. He is Mr. Fitness now. And it's all based on this notion of doing. He, as he's shared with me, so I'm not talking out of school as my mother would say, he had a pivot in his life and needed to make a big change and changed his diet, changed um, many of his habits and upped his fitness game. And now he's Mr. Buff and doing two 5K races in a weekend. I think this is the second or third time he's done that. And he shares about it so that not only is he benefiting, but we get to benefit too. At least I know I do. I am motivated when I see someone making a choice that is consistent, that ends up improving his or her life. And by virtue of my observing it and being inspired by it, it helps me to improve my life. Does that happen for you? I I, I think that we, when we adopt an attitude of gratitude, we look through a different lens. And that lens says to us, everything that we see, there's something good that we can learn from it. Whether it's something that's an incredible challenge or whether it's something that is uh, just sweet and kind or uh, so intense, like my friend, running two 5Ks in a weekend that intensely positive. You're like, whoa, if he can do that, I surely can walk every day, right? So I created Dream Leap Inspiration not just so I could tell you something about myself or people that I love, but to inspire you to take action for your own life. This is what this is about. This is about action. You know, we've lived in a world where the entertainment value of every kind of broadcast that exists has often been, hey, you can sit back, eat some popcorn, um, drink some coffee, 
have a drink, whatever the time of day is, you know, what is appropriate for that time of day and observe somebody else and enjoy it. That is not the world in which I want us to uh, thrive right now. What I think is important is for every single one of us to take action, to access our dreams, to cultivate them, to activate them, to figure out what they are and to make them manifest. And a way to do that, an important uh, component in actually doing it is adopting an attitude of gratitude. Hello, everybody who's with me. I see my friend, Deborah Peaks Coleman. Hello, my dear. Hello, everyone. We are talking about adopting an attitude of gratitude. How important it is in order for us to be motivated when we don't feel like doing anything. So what about those days when you just want to turn over in bed and sleep an extra hour? What about those days when your schedule is so full, you honestly cannot imagine adding one more thing to it. And the only way to develop your dream is to add another hour to your day or two. And so if you just feel like, oh my goodness, I have built my schedule so much that I can't even have bandwidth to imagine that dream that is so important to me. How can you change that? You So here, here's a recommendation. When you adopt the attitude of gratitude and you go, wow, I have all these things to do. I'm grateful that my life is full, that my schedule is full. And I'm grateful that I know I have a dream and I've got it right over there and I need to pay attention to it. So what can I do? I can look at my schedule, look carefully minute by minute, hour by hour, and figure out where can I fit in an hour? Because you, you know, my prescription is an hour a day on your dream and it manifests. Where can I fit in the hour? Okay, if I truly have packed my day so full that I can't find an hour, then I need to look at my schedule for tomorrow and the rest of the week and look and see where I can build in an hour. And how, th this is the thing, if I write down everything, but I'm guilty of not writing down my dream time too. So I'm reminding myself as I tell you, look at your schedule. What is on it? You know, I put drink water on my schedule because sometimes I don't pay close enough attention to hydration. I put my sister Stephanie's out of town this week. So I'm adding to my schedule more check-ins with my mother because Normally, she's the one who does most of the check-ins, right? What about my dreams? What about your dreams? You can just put in your schedule dream time. Now, that may mean that you literally meditate and sit back and, and ask yourself the inside of you, that the spirit of you, what's stirring within me. It could also be activating that dream. What are the steps? that you need to take in order to bring your dream into reality. What are they? What do you need to do? Not just think about, imagine, contemplate. Those are important, but what do you need to do in order to get it where it needs to be? Build in dream time into your schedule, one hour every day. If it's gonna take you a minute to be able to give yourself an hour, give yourself 30 minutes for starters. 
30 minutes every day until you can get to the one hour each day. But if you devote that time every single day to your dream, I'm telling you at the end of a week, when you look back on what you've done, you're going to feel so proud of yourself. You're going to feel so grateful because you put forth effort toward harvesting your own heart. After two weeks, you're going to have some understanding of what you need to work on, what you need to refine. After a month, you are going to come up with a clear understanding of whether this is what you want to move forward with or whether it's something else. It actually works. Having that attitude of gratitude and, and, and really checking it off. You know how I feel about writing things down. Right, check off. You know, maybe instead of a, a check, you could put a G, gratitude. I did it, G, at the end of whatever it is that's your line item, G, I did it, gratitude. Uh, your dream hour, G, I did it. And you have to write down what you harvest. Don't just, because, why, why do I say this? Because meditating is essential. Being still, listening, essential. But if you don't harvest what comes up, not during it, but but when you get to the point of uh, when you when you get to the point of completing your meditation, and you are sitting still, you're opening your eyes, and you're asking yourself, "What next?" The "what next" is to write down, to record what came up for you, because that recording is going to help you to understand what you're supposed to be doing next. Do you see that? So how about if we do a meditation now? You know, I like that. And, and since we're talking about it, why don't we do a meditation right now that can help us to go to that space of gratitude, that space of creativity and gratitude. So everybody, sit with your feet flat on the floor, on the ground, wherever you are. Put your hands with your thumbs and forefingers touching on your knees, spine elongated, and close your eyes. And just breathe naturally. Notice the breath as it moves in and out, in and out. Just watch your breath as it goes in and out. And you tell yourself, you are choosing to adopt an attitude of gratitude. Whatever happens right now, just smile. Be grateful for this moment. Wherever you are, be grateful. Where I am, I'm sitting outside in nature. I hear birds. I hear lots of birds. And every now and then, I hear equipment. You probably hear that too. I think they're building a house behind me. But it doesn't matter. Just like the emergency vehicles, the planes, the cars, whatever's in your environment, could be a child, could be an office worker, someone who shares your home, whatever you hear, just let it pass. Just breathe. And now I want you to take a deep breath in 
and hold it. You're breathing in greatness, your greatness. And now allow yourself to exhale. And you're letting go of any tension in your body. Again, breathe in deep. Breathe in your own power. Hold it. And breathe out long. Breathe out whatever may be distracting you. Again, breathe in deep. Breathe in a feeling of boundarylessness, no boundaries. Breathe out long. Breathe out anything that is bringing you discomfort. And now, just breathe naturally. Notice the breath as it comes in and goes out. Mm, the breath, the life force moving in and out of your body. Just as you notice the sounds but don't get attached to them, notice your thoughts as they come in, go out with your breath in and out. But consider your thoughts to be like clouds. They're fleeting. Whatever the thoughts are, the wonderful thoughts, possibility, the troubling thoughts, memories, things you're not looking forward to, whatever they are, don't hold on to them. Let them go. Continue to breathe. Savor the breath. And tell yourself that you are choosing to adopt an attitude of gratitude. Breathe in gratitude. Exhale gratitude. Inhale gratitude. Exhale gratitude. Inhale gratitude. Exhale, gratitude. Allow yourself to feel the gratitude of your own being. Be grateful for giving yourself this moment to be still, to connect to your inner self, to your greatness, to connect to that part of you that connects to the divine. It's right there. That's where your dreams live. Adopt the attitude of gratitude that tells you that you can access your dreams. What dreams are showing themselves to you now? Notice them. And now, very gently open your eyes. How do you feel? You can write in the chat box if you want. How are you feeling right now? Do you feel connected to your heart? Do you feel the stillness of just being with you? It only took a few minutes in order to connect to your own greatness. And you can do this on your own. Take a few minutes. Notice your breath. Just watch your breath. Naturally Engage your breath 
and invite yourself to breathe in optimism, to breathe in gratitude, to exhale anything that isn't serving you. You can do this on your own. We do this here at Dream Leapers Inspiration, and truly, you can do it on your own. You can choose to be grateful. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to wake up each day knowing that you can make something wonderful happen in your life, no matter what is happening around you. You can see the good in the moment. You can claim the good in the moment and carry it forward. I want you to remember that no matter what is happening, you have the power to claim your greatness, to see the good in the moment, to adopt the attitude of gratitude that says, whatever is happening in your life right now, you can extract the good. That's, it's one thing for me to say it, I know. It's another thing to do it, especially if there's a challenge. It's so easily that we get derailed. And I, I just want to use for one more example before we go. I could have been derailed, which would have made you derailed, because of the construction that's going on behind me. I did not expect to hear that. I brought you outside because I wanted you to have this wonderful experience of nature with me rather than being inside. And I, there was no construction going this morning before I started the broadcast. And it literally started moments after we went live. And inside of my being, I had a moment of panic. Oh no, this is going to be distracting. They're hearing a hammer. They're hearing some kind of drone, something is building this house behind me. And then I told myself, no. So what that sound is here? You know, did I wish it wasn't here? Sure. Is it taking away from our connection, this communion that we're having together? No. It's just another sound, just like the passing clouds, just like the passing thoughts. But we are connected to each other. And so I, t I say that to you because internally, while talking to you right now, I had to go through this process. How am I going to handle this? And I decided to accept it and to just keep our covenant. What does that mean for you? When things happen, and they do, when a challenge happens, when a distraction happens, when a roadblock comes in your way, what do you do? You can fall down, get deflated, feel like you lost your way, feel, you, you could be mad. Why does this happen to me? Why is this happening to me? I don't know why. Or you can figure out a way to deal with whatever is before you. By, by adopting an attitude of gratitude, your energy shifts you actually become more empowered. And I am not suggesting that you can act like things aren't happening when they are. It's not duping yourself or others, but it is deciding how you are going to be in the moment. How? How are you going to be 
in the moment before you? How are you going to live in that moment? What choices are you going to make for your life in the moment, whatever is happening? This is what I want you to contemplate this week. As you move through your day with intention and things happen that are out of your control, how are you going to show up? What are you going to do? What attitude are you going to have? Do you see how this is real and serious? Because you can, so many people, and I've done this myself, so many people, oh, why is this happening to me? I worked so hard to make this a perfect moment. Why is this happening to me? What good does that question bring you? Why me? <laughs> it has never helped anybody. Why me? I don't know. But what about why me in a positive way? Why do I get this opportunity to get stronger? Because I claimed it. Because I have the attitude that helps me to move through whatever is happening in the best possible way. So everybody, adopt that attitude of gratitude right now. Stay strong. Can't wait to be with you again. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.